So welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast. And I'm already smashing my New Year's resolutions with getting guests on my podcast. Way best life. And I've actually got a repeat offender on. <laughs> Hello. Hello. That must have been a while back because that was back in my old flat when we last had a chat when it was freezing in my old. Well, it yeah, that must have been, was it like 2022? Had you competed? Had we talked about competing or were you going? No, to- I no. think I was in the phase of, I want to compete, but I'd not 100% committed to it, even though I was like fully in an off season and I knew I was going to do it anyway. (laughs) Sure. Well, then this app's actually really interesting and probably be quite cool if people haven't listened to the first one to actually go and listen to that and then listen to it. Yes, absolutely. I thought about that earlier. Yeah. I I can't remember what we chatted about, but I think that one was mainly sort of about getting into bodybuilding because back then, those were balls deep into wanting to build and that sort of life. But this is actually a bit of a different chat because at pretty much the same time we've both kind of just made that decision in our lives that that's not fulfilling us and that's not the life we want to live and we're stepping away so I thought well this is this is great I can kind of rant and chat about this with someone else Mm -hmm. which is cool and you know you do have quite a good voice on social media yeah people like what you post so I think it's really important to talk about this because 100% a lot of people now I've noticed that bodybuilding is becoming a bit trendy amongst fitness it's a fitness trend which I don't know how I feel about and I you know we're not going to tell people not to do it but I think it's also important to just be honest with our experiences so you have to do that cringy thing at the start where you introduce yourself so if you don't mind can you just give a bit of an introduction (laughs) to yourself what you do where you're at on Instagram that sort of thing yep so I am Leanne uh Leanne fitness underscore UK I don't even know what my Instagram is at this point um I'm an online coach of course um was into lifestyle coaching um well I've kind of always been into the gym Mm -hmm. I know everyone says that but genuinely was did did it at school I used to do dance I did sports at school I did my PT at college all that kind of stuff um and then really got into the gym it was kind of like just before lockdown like properly kind of learning understanding and not just doing fad diets um had a lifestyle coach and then decided to move into bodybuilding this is kind of where I also started my business built my business uh was able to leave the NHS um and then once I left the NHS I think that was when I was like okay I can go into bodybuilding now because I've got the time to do it because oh my god the people that do it in the NHS fair play because there is no way I'd be able to do that um went through a massive off season went through a prep and now we're here (laughs) still online coaching but I've kind of completely come away from bodybuilding yeah and it's (laughs) it came as quite a big thing on social because I remember seeing it and like I knew you had like struggles post show and then you're like actually you know what doesn't serve me anymore and it's really good being able to do that but I kind of wanted to chat a bit more about that journey and give people a real like honest insight because I think people only see the glitz and glamour bodybuilding of 100% on stage and just it's it, all that so for you I guess the first question is what sparked the interest initially to get into bodybuilding from just doing the gym just doing fitness to oh actually I might want to get on stage and do that do that for myself honestly was probably Instagram following mm-hmm. a lot of bodybuilders obviously my coach at the time was a bodybuilder she well can I say George Cooper yeah George Cooper everyone knows Georgie she became PCA pro in like her first season um I followed a lot a lot a lot of people 
that were into it. My dad actually used to be a bodybuilder when he was younger. Um, so he was always like, oh, why don't you, he, he told me to become a bikini girl because oh. back, back in those days, that's kind of what, like, I don't think, I don't know if like figure girls were that popular mm. back then, but my dad was always like, you should be a bikini girl. You should be a bikini girl. Um, and then it kind of just got to the point where I was like, I know how to track my food. I know, I felt like I knew everything about fitness that there was to know from, from a point of view, from being able to coach people and be able to coach myself. And it was almost like, well, I, I want to challenge myself a little bit. So I followed a lot of bodybuilders, a lot of IFBB pros, which I think was the worst thing I could have done. Right. Like to straight away go with the IFBB pros. Um, and, and I don't know. I think I just, I remember leaving Georgie and going to another coach that was very like meal plan training was for six months long and I did enjoy it I really did enjoy it and I thought yeah fuck it just go for it what's the worst that can happen joined my coach Louis who took me through a two-year off-season I don't know I think it just felt like I finally had something I think when you're an online coach your life can become very fitness 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 you write programs you write meal plans you do check-ins and then you go to the gym and you do the same thing that you're kind of programming for your clients and I think I just wanted a different direction yeah it felt like that like being in the gym training was completely different to what I give my clients so that felt it felt like something fresh it felt like oh turn my laptop off and I'm going to do something for myself and I think that's kind of why I wanted to give it a go but I did enjoy training I loved training I knew I had the discipline for it and I just thought yeah fuck it why not it looks good it looks looks like something I could do and then yeah that's kind of why I got with Louis and then decided to eventually compete amazing and then you did compete you did one season didn't you as figure right yep yeah figure yeah amazing so when you actually did that prep then how did you actually at the time like when you were in in the trenches as they say how did you find the experience of prepping the diet the deficit did you enjoy did you find it challenging what was like what was it like for you in, in those moments I genuinely loved it, like genuinely, genuinely. I don't regret it. That's one thing I will say. I do not regret doing it. I do just wish I'd done a bit more research, but I did love it. It was hard. Do not get me wrong. It is hard. But I think when you're in a prep, you are literally just, you are a robot just every day. Alarm set at five o'clock in the morning, in the gym by half past, cardio done by half six, home, first meal, do work gym at 12 o'clock steps at three o'clock like your life is just robot 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 and I think you get so you just know that that's your day in your head it's just this is my day and you kind of don't have time to think about anything else Mm. so I I did enjoy it I did not not struggle too much until I was kind of in like single digits I think when I got to like nine weeks out that's when it was like okay I'm lean. I'm really lean. And that's when it got hard. Um, I massively struggled with business, really struggled to to try and run a business when you have got absolutely no brain cells was probably the hardest bit for me. I think was sitting down knowing that I had stuff to do. Like che- it was more so like check-ins, like talking and being there for my clients and not, I never wanted to put bodybuilding into the business never ever ever so trying to be myself that was probably the hardest bit because you are literally just so like 
like you can't even oh I would go for a walk with Lee my partner and I will never forget there was one day was we're just walking down the street and he was like oh my god look at that dog there was a dog across the road and I literally just face forward and I said I do not have the energy to turn around and look at a dog <laughs> so it sounds so brutal but I genuinely did enjoy it and stepping on stage I, oh my god show day was the best hands down the best thing I've ever done in my life like stepping on that stage the minute I walked on I remember my family was sat right at the back which I think really helped because I just looked at them oh my god that that whole and you are literally on stage for like two minutes there is that's it you are on stage for two minutes but that two minutes genuinely was the best thing I've ever done um and I remember coming off stage and thinking I'm this is me I'm going to do this forever I'm going to I'm going to do season after season after season I remember going to Louis my coach after I'd stepped off stage and I was like put me straight in an off season like I just want to do it I want to keep going I want to keep going I want to aim for a first place one day um so I, when you when you're in it you think it's the best thing in the world and it's not until you come away from it that you realize actually maybe it's not <laughs> and actually maybe it is really hard for sure looking like from like an outsider's view now is there anything that you look at now and think that was maybe problematic that wasn't great or I don't know, like you just couldn't do it now sort of thing, like looking at it from like a reflection rather than being in the moment. I think, well, it's even like I, I went to the gym two days ago, got on Stairmaster. First time I got on Stairmaster in six months. I managed 15 minutes and I remember thinking, how was I doing 60 minutes a day? Yeah. I was doing 60 minutes of cardio every single day with no energy. Like how? I, I think it's for me, it's the energy. I think the hunger, you can you you really can get past the hunger. I think it's the energy and the literally walking around like a zombie. Like I live half an hour away from home. And I remember I was supposed to go for a coffee with my mum once and I literally had to text her, like, I don't have the energy to drive to you. Like I do not think I will physically be able to drive and sit in a coffee shop. So I think looking back at it and the the lack of energy and even like my partner Lee will say to me you were an absolute shell of yourself like you were not you as a person and you you genuinely don't see that when you're in it because in your head you're like yeah but I'm a bodybuilder I'm on, I'm on prep this is what I'm meant to feel like and then you come out of it and you think oh wow actually I don't think I'm supposed to feel like that no, at no. all for sure you've had a few sort of hormonal issues as well haven't you was yes. that been since prep as well that that's been problematic for you yeah, so I, I've, I've, I've struggled with my menstrual cycle for a really long time, but I have been on contraception since I was like 16. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 2021, I want to say, I came off of the pill, completely contraception free. Um, it took me a good six months to get my periods to be regular, but then they were. I had proper regular periods. They lasted me five days. They started on the, the first of every single month. I was literally like clockwork. And then I lost my period in February and I started prep in January. So that goes to show how harsh we did it from even the get-go. Had literally no period the whole way. And then I've only just now, literally today, finished my first period. So it's almost like a year since starting prep, I've got my period back. And it isn't by any means normal. It's not at the same time as it used to be. All of my symptoms are completely different. Like I just used to get really irritable and quite mardy, whereas now I get really bad cramps. I had backache, I'm starving. 
my boobs are sore. Like I've got so many different things from when I, from, from previously, basically. Mm. And that's something, again, that a lot, a lot of people talk about, is it like, it's kind of just seen as a bit of a normal thing. You're like, oh, you lose your period yes. on prep and what have you. And that's just kind of what happens. Yeah. But with what I've gone through myself and yes. you've experienced it as well, I think would that needs to be spoken about more that that's mm-hmm. actually normal or okay? I then- didn't realise how not normal it was to not have a period. I was 100% one of those people that just you say, well, I don't want kids anyway, so it doesn't matter. Like that was 100% my mindset. And it wasn't until I finished prep and started really researching it that I realized, oh, wow, look at all of these things that are really bad for not being able to have have a period. And that was that was a massive like switch for me in no longer wanting to compete, I think. Mm. Did you notice any side effects from not having it? Because I've when I look back, I'm like, oh, that's why I felt the way I did for not having a period for so many years. But did you notice yeah. any like mood, strength, weakness, yeah. fatigue, anything like all of it? Um, so I, although I didn't bleed, I still got like I knew where my luteal phase should have been. Right, so I was still kind of like my body must have known that it it needed to happen, but it just didn't. Mm-hmm. But I just noticed that I was I had the worst body image that I've ever had in my entire life like literally couldn't look at myself some days um so tired so so tired so just irritable and not wanting to do anything so emotional um and one that I did not say I thought this was just because I drank a lot of water and it wasn't until I did prep yeah actually and I cannot believe I'm going to say this to the world but I literally had incontinence on prep uh, like not not incontinence to the point where I didn't know I needed a wee but I would literally have to run to the toilet and there would sometimes like, be times I could not hold it in and I thought oh, well that's just because I'm drinking six seven liters of water a day no honey that's because you're not having a period <laughs> and I was like... so shocked when I when I read that and then I listened to a couple of podcasts and they all said that that was a sign of not bleeding I literally just I couldn't believe it I was so shocked yeah it's do you did you get it where you'd literally be fine and then it comes and you're like yes like yes yes yep I remember once I picked um so my partner's car broke when I was on prep and I remember picking him up from work and it's a it's 10 minute drive 10 minute drive there 10 minute drive back so 20 minutes 25 at most I was in the car on the way home crying like I was physically crying because I needed the toilet that bad and then I literally stepped out of the car and I was like I'm gone (laughs) I've done it in the middle of the fucking street. And I even remember my partner looking at me like, yeah, and this is not normal. But again, I was like, yeah, it is. I'm on prep. I'm drinking six liters of water a day. No, that's no. not normal. <laughs> I remember I used to plan like things like my family would invite me places and I'd be like, no, I can't. Is there a toilet? No, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, literally. Okay, sorry. Beautiful yeah. walks. No yeah. chance. No, no chance. Yeah. We've got a really nice um, like res near us. It's about, it takes about an hour to walk around it um and my partner used to say oh that'll get you so many steps in I'm like no but there's no toilet so I can't I literally can't <laughs> yeah it's, it's, not, it's not great at all so post prep then yes. it's happened the moment's gone yeah. you've got you stepped off stage you made that decision right I just want to go into off season yeah what did that transition look like for you was it smooth was it hard difficult because everyone's like post-show period is very different yeah. um the first eight weeks were they were smooth they were okay I had a week where I was allowed to eat whatever I wanted and I think I controlled it very well I was scared of just eating 
and I didn't, I controlled it very well. It was a minute that I went back onto my meal plan. So my calories went up quite high. I think my lowest calories in prep, I think Louis said they went to 1,000 was my lowest. Straight away went to 2,500 uh, calories post-show. Um, and it, it genuinely did go really, really well. I was I had an off-plan meal a week, one off-plan meal a week. I had 300 uh, freedom calories a day everything was fine and it wasn't until like eight weeks post show that I realized I was really not okay the food focus was absolutely unbelievable and the way that I could not control my whole hunger hormones was on an off-plan meal it, it was genuinely scary like I would have to get my partner to take food off of me because I could not I remember I had a bag of like white chocolate buttons don't know why I've never ate white chocolate buttons in my life but I just wanted them and I when I tell you that I could not stop my hand from going in there like I had to look at my partner and say you need to take this bag of chocolate off me because I physically cannot bring myself to stop eating it um and I think it was it was it was that day that I was like I don't know if I can do this again because I've never had I've had struggles with food, but never to the point of it, like consuming my life. And every waking moment, I thought of food. Every single day, thought of food. I was in the gym, counting down how long it would take me to finish so that I could get home and eat my post-workout meal. And then I'd eat my post-workout meal. And I'd be like, okay, so what time am I going to bed? What time can I eat my last meal? And that was my life for post-show. And I think it was that that made me think, I really just need to take... In my head, I wasn't taking a step away from bodybuilding. I was just taking a step away for like a, a, a little bit. I remember saying to Louis, like, I just need to step away, do my own thing for like a month, two months, get myself normal, and then I'll be back. And I just never was back. Yeah. I was okay with, like, I gained weight quite nicely. I didn't really struggle with body image um, because I didn't, I didn't actually like how lean I was at the end. I remember going out for a meal like a week post-show and just looking at myself and thinking you're so lean it's it's not nice so I was kind of looking forward to gaining weight but it, it was just the food the food focus was was horrible mm. did anything help to kind of move away from that that you noticed or was it just time where it just um not following a meal plan and not tracking my calories really really helped mm. um but I do think a lot of it is just time, especially your like your hunger hormones, because you you could just eat, you could just eat and eat and eat and eat and never stop. And it wasn't until so when did I step away from meal plan? I stepped away from meal plan like ten weeks post show, and it wasn't until I went on holiday at the back end of September, so like three four months that I thought okay my hunger hormones are back, kind of normal. But I would say it hasn't been until the last two months that I can gen- honestly say that I'm I'm back to normal. So it I think it really is just time. I did obviously tried everything. I I didn't follow the meal plan. Didn't fo- track my calories. I ate what I wanted. Tried to keep it as like moderate as I could. But it I think that it just I really don't think there's anything you can do. No, for sure. And what about the training side? Because you took a bit of a break from the gym, didn't you? At one point. Yes. So how did that um, kind of happen post-show? What happened there? I was enjoying training. Obviously, at the back end of prep, you have got no strength. But I hated yeah. training. I absolutely hated it. I dreaded 
a training day when so obviously like 10 10 days before your show you, you kind of just don't train anymore you just go in for like pump sessions as they say I was so happy I was like yes I'm gonna be in the gym for half an hour that's it so that's a red flag in itself because the reason that I wanted to get into bodybuilding was because I loved the gym um got my energy back loved it and because I thought I wanted to compete again I was just so excited because I was like yes I can train I can build my glute we worked on my glutes massively that was my feedback no glutes I was like okay fine um worked on my glutes massively and then I think when I took the step away from kind of like following a meal plan and stuff I then realized was I actually enjoying the gym because I thought I don't want to train as hard as I've been training because I wanted to get my period back as well so obviously you're not actually supposed to train when when you want to get your period back so I kind of I think I just lost myself I thought why am I in the gym like literally what am I doing I think the only thing that kept me there was the fact that I'm an online coach and I have people not that they look up to you but I felt I felt like I coach women I need to show them that you can train and you can get through shit but I just couldn't I literally couldn't I left my gym because it was just so triggering there was just bodybuilders everywhere and I hated it I just couldn't step foot in there joined another gym I paid for a month and I think I went four times and I was just in there just walking around basically just not knowing what to do and then it was kind of the start of November that I just said just do not go just try and get the love back just why am I forcing myself to go and then, so yeah, I've took two months off and now I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, I'm ready to go back, but I'm still not ready to follow a structure and aim for a goal, so to speak. You're know, just going in and doing what you want when you're there. Yeah, so. literally. I just want to refine love for the gym, basically. Yeah. And I completely relate to that. Like, I remember when I did my shoot prep, like I hated it. And that last month I was like, I don't want to train. Yeah. And I, I remember one, one of my first sessions when I really pushed things and got intense, I trained with one of my best friends and yeah. he trains like at a really nice steady pace. And normally I don't care because like, I've got nothing to do and we can catch up. And I just remember yeah. being so angry yeah. and just being like, I need you to finish this leg extension now because I need to go home. And I was yeah. just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't it? Like the stuff you yeah. do. Uh, yeah. I remember I used to go out like, my hood up and I'm like, I'm just don't even look at yeah. it. me. And it's, it's weird, isn't it? You're like, but that's why I just got into this because yeah. I love gym and training yeah I don't think until you've been in that place you can't really describe how that feels like in terms of that level of fatigue in a gym but it's it's oh god no I was literally like the the last month of prep so I did my I trained at ultraflex and then I did my cardio at at pure gym and I just stayed at pure gym I'd like do my cardio and then I would just sit upstairs for an hour like working on my phone and then I would go and train because I couldn't even fathom going home to have to come back and then the sessions, they were just, they were genuinely just awful. Like the, I wouldn't even class it as training. No, I would. really wouldn't. Like you're literally just, you're just ticking a box. That's what training was at the end of prep. Just tick a box, get it done. Yeah. Sit in between sets like, fuck. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh. <laughs> I used to say candy crush in between my sets because it kept my mind off of food. Oh, uh, see, I used to just kind of like stare into the abyss like, don't look at me. No, <laughs> yeah. contact with me. leave me alone <laughs> I don't know what I'm going through but at the same time it's like it's mad isn't it um so what over the last sort of few months then because it was over the last few months really was it when you made that decision like I kind of want to step away from it yeah. were there any like big things that for you were just like this is a red flag this isn't for me or has it kind of been like an accumulation over since moving away into like from competing I think 
yeah, I think it's just, you just notice little things, just, just silly things like I'll go to the shop and I'll, I don't know, I'll just go to the shop and buy what I need. And then my partner's like, remember when you was on prep and you used to have to walk up and down every single aisle so you could look at food you couldn't eat? And you're like, did I actually do that? Did I actually physically do that? Um, So yeah, just things like that are a red flag. And just like I can go for a walk now and I can walk for hours. I could walk for hours if I really, really wanted to. Obviously, I've got a dog. She's just crazy. On prep, I could walk for 15 minutes and I would have to come back home. 15 minutes, come back home. 15 minutes, come back home. I think it's just, there's just so many little things that you do now that you just get a, a light bulb moment of, I couldn't have done that on prep. Even like check-ins, I can sit, I can have 10 check-ins in a day and I can just sit, bish, bash, bosh, bish, bash, bosh, just, just do them in a couple of hours. Prep, they would take me all day, all day. And all it is is sitting on my chair, <laughs> sitting on my chair and speaking and it would take me all day. So I think it's just, it's just little things like that that you just think, wow, what was I doing to my body? Mm. Has, was there like a, a moment where you just decided... I'm done or do you feel like it was just kind of like a gradual maybe I might pull away maybe I might not and then it kind of came to the decision I think yeah I think I remember I had a moment where I was like I don't want to do it anymore then you sort of get this like loss of identity and you think so what am I going to do then like what am I going to do is there any point going to the gym and then I went through this phase of wanting god knows why wanting to do wellness or bikini because I'll well also I'm hands up I was going to go on gear I was going to go on Anavar. Um, so I was like, well, why don't I move category? Because then that might be a bit better because I'm chasing something different. So I did wellness training for like three weeks. And then I just thought, I just, I simply, I'm not enjoying it. And I think when, once I was, I noticed that my food focus was getting better and my hunger hormones were leveling out and I could, I was no longer like scared of certain foods and stuff. I think I just had this moment of, do I actually want to put myself through that again? Like, yeah. did I actually enjoy it? And I, I remember speaking to my partner and saying, do you think I enjoyed prep? Like you as my partner who lived with me, did it look like I enjoyed it? And he was like, no, you say yeah, but honestly, no. And I was like, okay, I think that that kind of solidified it for me. Mm. So I told my coach, I was like, look, please just let me do my own thing. Let me figure it out. And then... Yeah, it was just like two months of just figuring it out that I was like, no, I don't, I, I physically cannot put myself through that again. And I don't even think it's the prep. I think it genuinely really was the post-show that was so much harder. I could not imagine. So you do six months of prep and then now it's January and I just feel normal again. So it's six months of prep, six months of a post-show. It's, an, it's a whole year. It's a whole year of your life that is dedicated to that one thing. Hmm. And I just would rather put my energy elsewhere now. Yeah. So where what are like your values then and like priorities in life that you feel just don't align with prep now in terms of the, the person maybe that you realize that you are and what you actually value opposed to maybe what you thought you valued when you got yeah. into bodybuilding, if you get me. I think I much I value my health a lot more. Mm. Um I don't really care too much for what I look like in terms of I don't have this big I'm going to do a growing phase and I'm going to do a deficit and I'm going to focus on growing my glutes. I think I'm very much just in a, I've done that now. I want to literally just be healthy, strong, enjoying the gym and not being scared of food. I just, I literally just want to, I say to 
to Lee all the time. I just want to be in my like healthy girl era. Like that is just what I want. I just want to be healthy. That's that's all I want to be. And yes, you can do prep in a healthy way. You can do post-show in a healthy way. But I know full well that I would lose my period every single time I do it. Mm-hmm. So that's not that's not healthy. And even if you get it back, there's just so many things that are irreversible. I was going to go, like I said, I was going to go on Anavar. So many things irreversible from that. And it just does not. I just want to be strong and healthy I want to work on my mindset and I just I just don't want to care so much about what I what I look like if that makes sense like I just want to be someone that goes to the gym and loves the gym and that's it yeah I love that did you feel any sort of pressures then or like anxieties about telling people that you were moving away from like a social media perspective because like when you yeah. prep you create that identity don't you that that's yeah. what you do you do the bodybuilding this is how you look and everything and yeah, yeah we, we don't owe anything to anyone but I'll know myself like you kind of mm-hmm. feel like you are meant to show up and present yourself in a certain way because yeah. you built people followed you for that and stuff yeah. so how did you feel when you were kind of thinking oh, I need to kind of I need to maybe make this a thing and like do I, tell um, I think I was more to, and I always say to people, don't care what people think about you on social media, but it is hard not to. And I think I was more so scared of people, people looking at me and thinking she did it for all the wrong reasons, because I know that I didn't do it for all the wrong reasons. I know that I I did think about it and I did put a lot of research into it. And it was something that I really wanted to do. I think I was more so scared of, other bodybuilders looking at me and thinking oh another one that can't handle it mm. whereas re- really I just uh, now I don't care like whatever think what you think but that was kind of the the scariest part for me that people would think I was a failure basically yeah but when I finally announced that I wasn't I didn't really announce it I think I just slowly gradually was like yeah hey I'm coming away from this a lot of people would then message me like, oh, you're not competing anymore. And I'd be like, no. And they'd be like, oh, amazing. And people don't, they really don't actually care. No, people just want to see you happening. I don't actually know. Yeah. About you, but I've actually found that like so many people have actually messaged like, oh, it's, it's good to see you yeah. actually like yeah, yourself more, yeah. and your shell more, which is, it's yeah. kind of scary to think that, that you were almost a different person when you yeah. were. It takes over. It really, really does. And, I think for us as well, like with the people that do follow us on social media, like they're not bodybuilders yeah. for the most part. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Like people we work with don't bodybuild. So yeah. they're actually probably happier to see you just being more like yeah. them. And just so many of my clients, bless them, have messaged me like, you seem so much happier. You seem yeah. so much like better. A lot of them have wanted to sort of, because obviously I'm not following a meal plan or anything anymore. A lot of them have kind of wanted to go down a similar route. Like I've got a lot of girls that are messaging me like, I don't actually think growing so much muscle and dieting is actually that important anymore and they kind of just want to go down a similar path to me which I just think is I just think it's really I don't think you realize how much you not influence people that might be the wrong word yeah like influence people and I think I wonder what I was showing people when I was yeah like what were they thinking when I was bodybuilding sort of thing and I think maybe a lot of that this is how I think things should be done because I bodybuild I think that was reflected in my coaching and I can already see massive shifts in how I deliver things. And it's because you think that that's the way everyone needs to cut and walk and that's how it has to be done. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, Absolutely not. No. If you take nothing else away from this, realize that that isn't what you need to 
at all and you don't need to be following plan like meal plans and stuff yeah 100 so i know it's early days but do you kind of almost feel that this is like a indefinite thing of i'm probably never gonna go back to bodybuilding or yeah i really could yeah. not imagine doing it again it was it was amazing and i am genuinely glad i did it because i think it's one of those things that i would have sat on for the rest of my life and just thought yeah. god i should have done it i should have done it and even now like i've got my medal like on my desk i've got my um auntie she kind of like does she's got her own like craft thing and she's putting my bikini in a frame and it's going to go up on my wall like just things like that but the thought of doing it again like obviously I did it with my friend Rita and she messaged me on the 1st of January and she was like we started prep this time last year and I thought no (laughs) while I was drinking my Prosecco I just thought absolutely not that is not for me anymore it's weird isn't it how your mindset changes like me Laura Leanne about doing a shoot this year us free together and um but it was weird, like discussing it and think, and I wasn't thinking about it in perspective. Oh, I'm going to prep for it. I was just like, yeah. we should do a photo shoot together. But there's no way I'd put myself through like doing yeah. some and that. Like, yeah. I I, do you know what I think as well? I don't know if you're the same. The mindset that I'm in right now, I really hope every single woman in their life can get to this point. Like not caring about food, not caring so much about the gym, but still wanting to eat well and still wanting to train, but not putting so much pressure on themselves. Like I feel one of the best I've ever felt in terms of my mindset at the minute. And I so wish that people can get to this point. I really, really do. I agree. I could not agree more. Like I wouldn't say I'm where I want to be yet, but I feel like I made that commitment and changed coaches in sort of November, December time. Like how I've described it to people is I feel like I've almost taken off a pair of like shitty glasses. Like I feel like I see the world in a different way. I live my life in a different way. And it is fucking freeing. It is. Yeah, I think really, I that's, yeah, like, that's good. Freeing. But, yeah. it, but I don't think it's going to change anytime soon because with the rise in popularity in bodybuilding, yeah. the rise in popularity of coaches who are yeah. bodybuilders themselves putting their mentality and methods on people, yeah. I think is only getting greater. So I think we've moved away from like, there was obviously really shitty knowledge back in the day. And that was like, yeah, you have to do meal plans and this, that and the other. Yeah. What I'm seeing a shift of now is, and I don't know if you're seeing it as well, bodybuilder style coaches who are like, I can help you find freedom with food, but you're going to have to track calories yeah. and you're going to have to do this. And it's macros. It's like, but that's not food. That's, yeah. Yeah. Got to do five workouts in the gym, but that's not freedom with exercise. And I don't know what your thoughts are around that, but I think that's something that I'd love to see change to help more people. 100%. 100%. I even had this conversation with a couple of my clients that I can see, I can see the way that I'm coaching people start to change. Like I can see that my business is, I will always help people bulk and court if that's what they want to do but I can really see the way that I coach people change. Me too. And I think it's quite freeing. I really, really do. I actually look back at, it sounds awful, but I look back at like, the way I did things a few years ago and thought, you dick. Yeah. Like, I honestly do. Like, I've got some girls at the moment who are, they literally started like a photo shoot prep, but it is so different to the last group photo shoot that I did. Like the, even the way that I've programmed things. And I just think, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's crazy. How we all, all we can do is keep shouting about what we're doing and hope more people. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And on that note, then, like bodybuilding is definitely becoming more 
quote unquote trendy um yeah. in social media and yeah. I've seen loads of people like I've seen quite a few people just actually put things on like the story saying oh I'm seeing all this and I'm thinking maybe one day doing a bikini prep what are you guys thoughts and I actually remember messaging a girl who I don't know but I know through social media and she was like yeah I want some advice. I'm thinking of doing a prep. And I just said, look, mate, this is the honest thoughts. This, and she was like, actually, you're the only person that's messaged me that's not just gone, oh, that would be amazing, hon. You should do it. I gave her the raw and real. This is what it's like. This is yeah. what you should expect. And she was like, yeah, I don't think I want to do it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it being like a trend? And if there's anyone who's listening to this, who's maybe in that, because what we're not saying here is don't bodybuild. Like, oh, no if way. you want to yeah. do that and live your life, fucking do it, right? Please yeah. do. 100%. But if someone's on the fence and maybe they've yeah. seen, like, like like we did, we saw things on social media, we were influenced, because I was. Yeah. My coach at the time, my body, you know, I heavily yeah. was. That's where yeah. I got into it. What words of wisdom would you say to someone to make sure they're doing it for the right reasons and they make the right choices going into that? I think you need to ask yourself, genuinely, is your relationship with your body at the best spot that it can be if it's yes. not do not think about it do no. if you have, if you even have i mean we all have bad days but if you have bad days with your body bodybuilding is not for you no. how's your relationship with food can you gain weight because there's the off season as well can can you gain weight and not feel bad about it if not it's not for you no. can you be hungry if not it's not for you um what's your health I think this is what I didn't do. I didn't look too much into my health before. And I just think you do not realize how your health is so compromised. Um, Even things like I lost my hair in post-show. I lost so much hair. Um, So I just think you need to think, are you willing, it's going to sound so dramatic, but are you willing to give up what you currently have and what you currently do to be a bodybuilder? Because my life was so different mm. when I was competing. So, so, so different. A hundred percent. And I would also, one thing that I would do now is look at what your like values and priorities are in yeah. life. Like, what do you value? What is so important to you? Is like family and social connection important to you? Is health important to you? And try and also go a bit deeper and think why. Because I used to think, oh, well, what's important to me is like, this is really important to me, but it was because I was influenced to do it and I didn't actually look deeper and realise it's important because it's given me a sense of control rather than it's something that I... Like, I did obviously enjoy training and I did enjoy it yeah. all, but yeah, reason for doing it was completely wrong and I never I never got into the nitty-gritty. Yeah. I think as well, doing your research into getting a good coach because... 100%, yeah. There's a lot of bad people on social media who don't give a flying fuck about your health, who just want to get you on stage and will do whatever they need. Yeah. Because you did quite a bit of research, didn't you, with sort of your... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Because I had, like, a good six months without a coach um before I joined Louis and I'm so happy that I joined like I've got no bad words to say about him at all he was phenomenal but there were coaches that were kind of like should I go with them instead and I'm glad I didn't so 100% do your research and I think as well because I don't think it's spoken about a lot do your research if you're going to like do fat burners and steroids and stuff because that is still not spoken about nearly half as much I think and I think what I've noticed over the last I'd say more free more of the more recent years is Uh that's kind of just seen as like a given with prep rather than like 
big deal that it should be because I remember when yeah. my first my first coach was a bodybuilder and we were sort of talking about preps and she we talked about like steroids and stuff and it back it's, yeah. I mean that was a good like six seven years ago and that was like yeah. oh god you know it's, it was a big thing for someone to be doing it but yeah. now it's kind of like yeah you prep and you go on this yeah. and you go on that yeah. and it's just but it's like it's not like, yeah I think unless you actually understand what that thing is yeah what it does to your body like what are the risks what are the benefits you shouldn't even shouldn't think about it. it yeah 100% 100% and I, I I don't know as well I think my personal thing is like if it's your first time doing it and you're quite new to it just stay away because yeah. you don't even know if you're going to like with yourself are you going to continue this yeah exactly knowing what you know now yeah and that you might have moved away from the spot yeah what would would your mentality of prep been different in the time or not um honestly I really don't think so I think I was very like I wanted to do it and I think that was just my mindset I want to do it I want to do it I want to do it I, I genuinely made it my life like all I watched on YouTube was bodybuilders all I not all I followed but my favorite accounts on Instagram yeah. were bodybuilders yep. I researched bodybuilders everything was bodybuilder bodybuilder I think I just made it my personality <laughs> so yeah no I think I I I I enjoyed doing it. I'm glad I did it. But I do just maybe wish I'd have like waited a little bit. Like maybe, maybe continued my off season and then done it this year. And then maybe it might have not been so bad. But I still just don't think anything will fully, fully, fully prepare you for it at all. I agree. With like that you're saying it became your identity, what have you noticed is different now then? So what things take up space in your identity that oh my God. not there before? I it sounds so stupid, but little things like I mean, I know I, I don't have any makeup on now, but I love sitting and playing with makeup. If I've got a Saturday morning to do nothing, I get my makeup out and I sit and play with makeup. I used to want to be a makeup artist and then I found bodybuilding and that was my personality. So now I I sit and do my makeup things like I sit and read now whereas before I didn't I didn't used to put so much energy into that I I enjoy cooking not just chicken rice and broccoli like I actually enjoy cooking meals that's just yeah I don't know there's just I feel like the old 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 me before I got into the gym at all but now the gym is just slotted in as and when sort of thing yeah it's weird isn't it how much stuff you come back and like oh I actually do enjoy that yeah the things yeah that you've noticed as well that you're like oh you almost told yourself you weren't bothered about or didn't do because you you actually led yourself to believe it but then you come out of it and you're like nah like for me wig one is black coffee like I convinced myself I liked it and now I'm like yeah I'm thinking about worse it's disgusting um oh I don't know I think for me I thought because I would only ever have like an off-plan meal once a week. So if somebody invited me out, I used to be like, oh, I'm not really bothered. And I used to convince myself I'd rather go to the gym and, and do some yeah, like yeah. business work anyway. Like that would be my mindset. I'd rather go to the gym and then I can come home and do an hour of work. Whereas now my best friend asked me to go to Nando's, for example. Yeah, mate, fine. Let me do an hour of work and then I'm there. Just little things like that. Yeah. That's another thing that's problematic in the industry as well as like people saying that off-plan meals gives you flexibility with food. It's like, no. No, it does not. <laughs> that's basically saying that you can only have those foods when it's... Yeah, meat, so. it does not. No, no, for sure. I'd con- I only, re- I'd literally convinced myself that I hated like so many foods. I was like, I'm not interested. I don't want it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, 
yeah, I do. I actually quite like that. Like for years, yeah. I, for years, I convinced myself I didn't want to drink. I was like, I don't drink. Yeah. And then Christmas Eve, I was like, fuck it, I'm having a drink. <laughs> Great. Actually, I love gin. <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah, shit, actually. All those years. <laughs> for you then, what do you hope the next few like months and year of your life looks like? Like in your world then? Yeah. Because I know you're starting to get back into the gym and things and that's something yeah. like, if everything goes to plan, what do you want? this time to look like like I know you said you don't got any big goals but like how do you want life to be for you like in the perfect scenario I think I want to be a hundred percent happy in my body because right now I'm not I it's weird because I genuinely don't care but I do at the same time like I don't look at myself and think oh my god you need to lose loads of weight but I would like to look better so I think I just want to focus on fueling my body in the correct way because I think even though I'm eating sort of like whatever I want, it's very easy to literally eat whatever you want. I still want to eat well. And I don't know. I just want to end this year genuinely just happy. Like I, I wasn't happy at the end of 2023 at all. And I think I just want to end this year confident in my body, confident in my mindset and focus more so on like business and just working with other women I think I think that's just I I genuinely do not have anything like oh I want to lose this much weight and I want to look amazing for this I just want to feel good by the end of 2024 that's actually quite refreshing to hear because I think everyone needs to have big goals yeah and you just don't (laughs) you really really don't because I think I actually spoke to a client about this and they said something similar like I don't really have a goal I just want to feel good I'm like that's a goal yeah 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 yeah. it's just I want to feel great and I just want to be happy yeah. and like brilliant. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be, I want to lose X amount. I don't want to look a certain way and do these shoots, yeah. whatever. Like exactly. it's sound to just want to be happy, which is, which is cool. Yeah. Really nice. I like that. <laughs> Amazing. So everything you said here, like I know for a fact, there's going to be people who are maybe in similar positions to where we are, who've yeah. maybe considering the transition, but they don't, they're nervous to do it. Or mm-hmm. girls maybe who, like we said, thinking about competing they're not sure if it's right for them and I know you'd be more than happy to speak to people if they did feel 100% yeah yeah so just remind people of the Instagram and like where's the best place to contact you if people have got questions from people what you've said today yeah my Instagram is what is my Instagram it's either leanne fitness underscore UK or leanne underscore fitness UK it's one I can leave it in the show notes which is which do I even do leanne underscore fitness UK um it's not like you've been doing this a while or anything though <laughs> it's not like it's my job <laughs> no no not at all I've just seen your new bio and I really like that female health and lifestyle coach so that's yeah really- that's kind of the, that's that's what I'm wanting to go for now I love that and I'm I'm definitely taking I think when you actually realize and experience the benefit you're like yeah I want to help more people on yeah that. I really do 100% 100% I love that for you. Love that. But thank you so much for your time. It's very appreciated. Thank you for having me. Busy woman. And um, thank you to everyone for listening as always. And yes, thank you. I will see you on another episode.